Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's our daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from nerdgeekdork.com. I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. And I'm Jordan D. White from Marvel Comics. Thanks for joining us. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't think there's biz. a Marvel comic. Well, I, there probably is, and I shouldn't be promoting that. Yeah, exactly. Random right. website. Uh, now that we mentioned it, they have to go buy it. You're going to get docked for that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Thanks for joining us this week. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, Our first guest for Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I'm honored. Uh, and And... Coincidentally, the the new all new slate of Marvel Comics uh, Star Wars adaptations. Yes, yes, be- I'm super thrilled. They told me that I was doing this, that I was going to be editing the Star Wars line last November, by which I mean November 2013. And at the time, it hadn't even been announced that Marvel was going to be doing Mar- uh, Star Wars comics, so I was not allowed to tell anyone. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to say, tell anyone at work except like my boss and his boss and his boss. Like no I it was a giant secret and I was dying to tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so you really proved your you proved your mettle by mm-hmm. being able to keep that a right. secret. Mm-hmm. Not like that Dave Prowse guy. <laughs> <laughs> so these are new all new adventures of Luke and the gang. Uh, yeah, well, we're doing... Uh, we've That's the name of the book, Luke yeah, and the Gang. Luke and the Gang. We've got three books uh, that, that are kicking it off in, in January. Star Wars, which is, yeah, it's it's Luke and Leia and Han and the Rebels all fighting after uh, after A New Hope, before Empire. This, the second book in February is Darth Vader, and it's the same same era. They're set like at the same time. Yeah. Kind of different sides of the different... This is different sides of the same coin, not of a different coin. Um, <laughs> same side, <laughs> different coins. Exactly, <laughs> yes. And then uh, the third one is a, a Princess Leia miniseries, which is, again, set around that same that same era, which is going to be pretty awesome. This sounds like it's going to be like the Archie thing, where like Darth Vader gets his own book, and totally. Leia's joke book, and you know all the... Uh, <laughs> Boy. Yeah, pretty much. That's, we're, 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 noodles, pals, and gals. A hundred percent patterning it after Archie. It's gonna be great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome to the show. My pleasure. <laughs> well, today we're uh, we're here, jumping ahead of that timeline. We're jumping. Mm-hmm. We're in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're covering minute six of Return of the Jedi. Minute six starts with R two D two and C three PO on the road to Jabba's palace, which was that that famous buddy movie from the forties. <laughs> Uh, and it ends with R2 Detoa being introduced to a door. 
Well, uh, before we get to this minute, I w- there was a... Uh, Corrections department? Well, not quite a correction, but I wanted to talk about stuff that doesn't happen in this, because this mm-hmm. is where the scene of Luke building his lightsaber was originally was supposed to be oh. in the moment yeah. after the scene with Moff Gergerod and Vader, and then it was going to cut to Vader using his mind powers to reach out to Luke, and then it was cutting to Luke on Tatooine building completing his lightsaber and putting it and sticking it into R2-D2. Oh, I did not know about that. And then the droids leave and head to Jabba's palace, which is where this minute picks off. I think I'll agree with cutting that. It's not needed. And it kind of, it kind of spoils the surprise, the, the surprise of the lightsaber or the fact that Luke, the surprise of the lightsaber. Does he turn it on first? He like demos the lightsaber. He, Mm. he like, he like like puts some kind of crystal in it, locks it in place. Turns it on and then he puts sticks it into R two D two and then the fact that R two has it is, is, is yeah is, yeah I, I'm I'm glad they didn't do that. yeah I agree also because it's kind of like a kind of a wimpy reveal for Luke because right. it's just kind of like sitting in a cave it's not, right. compared to when we finally do see him it's a much more dramatic entrance mm-hmm. so so wh- the the Jared scene closed with like at the end of that Darth Vader was like I'm here to put you back on schedule the Emperor's coming here and then he just walks off into the corner and it's just like Luke <laughs> no no he goes into his uh his egg his egg yeah he goes into so his... with his helmet off no no helmet's on oh okay Luke. <laughs> that ruins that reveal too he takes his helmet off <laughs> you see the old the old man yeah. and he's just like Luke son listen if I can't reach you I'll reach your sister Leia <laughs> 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 just laying it all out. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was all in this scene that yeah, is basically like five minutes in. So uh, good job, Marquand and Lucas, of cutting this unneeded scene and for not putting it back into the special edition. That's true. So, I mean, it is on the Blu-ray, but it's a special, you know, like you have to click on deleted oh, scenes. Is it? So, yeah, oh, it's I didn't on the, even it's know they It's also on the internet. That's where I saw it. So. Right. Although I read something that unless it contradicts, maybe you, maybe you have a, an insight on this, unless it contradicts something... That is firm, kind of you know, on-screen canon. Then any deleted scenes that were f- shot and then discarded, but then released on like a Blu-ray or anything like that, are considered canon. So interesting. So Greedo and meeting Qui Gon Jinn in the Phantom Menace is is I canon. Guess canon because it doesn't conflict with anything except for my heart. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, no, I, I hadn't specifically heard that, but it's entirely possible. I, I mean, I know the the subject of Star Wars canon has been uh, touchy lately. Yeah, and, and I mean, yeah, rocky. I do know I do know plenty about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I hadn't heard about deleted scenes. I, I mean, it, it sort of makes sense um, because, yeah, I mean, again, those are things that you know the the, the original source of it all, the George Lucas, at some point worked on. So it's yeah. that those those things that he worked on are considered more true than the, the other things. <laughs> yeah, even, even George Lucas's scraps will be considered more canonical than like stuff that's in Episode Seven, right? Theoretically, <laughs> I don't think that's true. So was the big the thing about that? The thing I don't like about that is you have to keep track of what was released. Like, is the big scene from the beginning of Star Wars? Oh, I don't know if that's is, on was Blu-ray. that released on the Blu-ray. Does that count? The the Cami and Fixer and Biggs. Yeah, like, the, the Cami O of Biggs <laughs> and uh, I th- I don't know. I, I mean, think I that, that was on that. There was a, a CD-ROM. Does that if count? Can, that, that, does anybody remember what a CD-ROM was? <laughs> Are obsolete technologies considered canonical, or is that once it's... Um, there was that CD-ROM that came out like behind the magic or something oh, like that. It came out right. in the 90s, and it had 
um, you know, really kind of, you know, postage stamp sized videos of a lot of that stuff, like the, the Luke fixing Treadwell and looking up into the sky with his binoculars and talking to Cammy and Fixer and, um, you know, Han Solo's uh, female uh, friend in right. the cantina and all that stuff. Oh. So I don't know if that counts. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, and I've and I've always wondered. I've, I've never bothered to ask them if if uh, Luke's nickname of Wormy is canonical mm. or not. I do want it to be because that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> well, you have the like. This, are the comics going to be considered know, yeah, canonical? The, the comics we're doing. That's the thing. The comics we're doing. Everything going forward is considered canonical until they reboot well, it again, right? And, you know. Forever and ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Sorry, I didn't so, mean to be a <laughs> negative. Undercut our <laughs> comics right away. No, no, of course. So, so yes, technically, if we yeah. if we put in that his nickname is Wormy and oh they let gosh, it go through, you're then like it would a, actually be Wormy. Yeah. You're like our gateway to put in all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Now we can make all sorts of crazy laws. It would still need to be approved by Lucasfilm, but yes, sure. yes, I can, I can give it a go. <clears throat> we got it's such a disrespectful name. It makes, it really does make him a loser. Well, okay, that's not in this movie. So. Well, I'm not sure that his nickname is what makes him a loser. But. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Anyway, right, back so, to minute six of yeah. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> now, this is an six. undeleted scene. Uh, R2 and 3P are walking down the road. Um, Easing on down the road. Exactly. The, the yellow dirt road to Jabba's <laughs> Palace. I'm always surprised at the fact that there's so much really simple flat ground for R2 to just roll over easily. It's very convenient. Yeah, it's, it's very, they, have, they, they bring <laughs> steamrollers around every planet going, we've got rolling droids. This is going to be useful. And yeah. They just, they just do true. that. Uh, I was very excited to see that this, these are the minutes that I'm doing because I've C-3PO is my favorite character, and I know that makes me a giant dork. Everybody makes fun of me for it, but I don't <laughs> care. I love him. So I was thrilled that every minute that I'm doing has him in it. When we emailed you and you got all excited, yes. I was like, not since the Ewoks <laughs> have I seen someone so excited to see C-3PO before. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. He's, I think he's great. So I, I, was, th- I was thrilled. I agree. And I, I'm a big C-3PO fan. I also am really, really happy that they do a, a, a droid's intro to the movie again. Because, again, obviously the, the, the first film starts following C-3P and R2-D2 for ages before we get to Luke, who is actually right. the main character. And I like that, again, we get a nice, slow build into the story, just following them, getting hints of what everybody else is doing, and, and not just jump right into it too quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Not not just the droids, but the droids back on on Tatooine. Right, yeah. right. Too, where they, some well, other little speaking C-3- of dropping hints about what's going on. Uh-huh. While they're walking up there, they do say uh, Lando Calrissian and poor Chewbacca never returned from this awful place. Yeah. Which, are they talking about Tatooine or are they talking about Chabba's palace specifically? They're talking about 
I'm assuming they're talking about Jabba's palace. I'm assuming that as be, well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, Lando is, is there. Spoilers, we see him later. He's still at Jabba's palace. But then Chewbacca, uh, I, I want to know. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm not sure. How much do they know? Are they just not told is, everything? Yeah. Is C-3PO super sexist and he doesn't care that Princess Leia went missing too? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, Although, well, we had that theory that uh, C-3PO can't see the princess. Oh, right. There so, you go. That's why he doesn't he worry doesn't about know. her. Well, I, th- I think R2 totally knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Usually. I think this is just a lot like Star Wars, the first one, where C-3PO is totally out of the loop as to what the real plan is. Like, does, does he assume Lando and Chewbacca are dead at this point? <laughs> He's just like, oh, well, they never came back. <laughs> you know. Well, okay. Now, that because well, the thing about that is that raises some questions. Uh-oh. So we're here for. Uh, but they're questions that, that address later parts of the movie. That's why I don't know if I should ask them. That raises the question of whether the plan is to get captured. Because wouldn't they have just been like, oh, Leia got him out. Done. Never mind. The rest right. of the plan doesn't matter. How do we get the droids now? Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I think as we go on and especially examining it and in such minute detail, this plan is a terrible plan <laughs> for for rescuing one person from the clutches of Jabba the Hutt. Send in 25 people and have them all get captured too. Have them all too. get captured. <laughs> and then the last guy <laughs> will clean up the we'll mess. Save them all. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh yeah well i'm sure we will address those on point by point as they come up the flaws in their plan uh something interesting about this minute uh mm-hmm. so in doing my homework for this uh for these this podcast i did watch uh as 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 is the theme of the podcast the unspecial edition version mm-hmm. the plain edition but i was like i want to see the difference yeah and i checked it out as far as i can tell this minute contains the only difference between these five minutes on the Blu-ray and and the, mm-hmm. the, the and it's a really really weird and unnecessary one. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk up to the door. Yeah, the shot where they 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 actually are are approaching the door for the first time. Instead of the shot as it's shown in the original film, the new version starts zoomed out hmm. a bunch further. So you see that the door is enormous huh. and it goes on for like ages and ages. And then they start walking in and it like zooms up to the shot. That, that Interesting. Yeah, it's a very, very random. Because I was never like, well, that door doesn't look very big. Like, yeah. <laughs> How are they going to fit through that puny door? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange. But they, so now you get this impression that, oh, that's a huge door. Wow. I feel like changes like that were almost just like, let's see if we can do this. Like, <laughs> it's almost like they're just testing out their yeah, software to edit together yeah. a CGI bit with a... <laughs> I, I don't know if that was a special edition change or if that was a Blu-ray change, but it's, it's, it's on the Blu-ray for sure. So. Huh. Yeah, they, they kind of, every, every time it comes out in the new media, it, it, right. they well, add it becomes something. like a game. To... It's like, all right, what's different this time? It's like, the ba- <laughs> it's like highlights for children. You have to be like, wait, there's a sock in that tree. <laughs> um... Well, speaking of this this door, yes, uh, and where it fits into the uh, the palace and the size of it, um, I never really put it together. But um, just reading, uh, speaking of doing research, also I was reading the the J W Rinsler Making Return of the Jedi book. Uh, you can get that on Amazon, right? Yeah, StarWarsMinute.com <laughs> slash Amazon. As a matter of fact, um, subtle. The uh, this. You know the lead-up scene was shot out in the in the desert. I think it was a part of the Arizona shoot. You know where they're walking down the road. Maybe it was in Death Valley. I don't. I, it, were any of the Tatooine scenes filmed in Tunisia and for Return of the Jedi? No, they were I all done in, so. in America. Yeah, I, even, even the really duny parts. I would have thought those were 
Right. Those were, I think, Yuma, Arizona, the, oh, okay. the, wow. where the sail barge is out there, and all hmm. the there's a there's a lot of them doing stuff on the cheap, but then that turned out to be kind of a money suck because they just made you know they like built a whole set and then like just the sand moved over it and they, oh. they ended up basically just kind of throwing money into the desert. So. <laughs> oh, good. But uh, the door itself was a set. Uh, built in L Street, which, you know, in the, in the studio. So it's like kind of between, actually right next door, I believe, to the, the uh, Death Star shuttle hangar set. Like they share a wall, basically. Uh, which makes perfect sense now that I think about it. But, you know, growing up, having watched it a lot, I never even thought about that. Like, oh, yeah, that's inside now. You know, that's if you look at it, the lighting's a little bit different. You can be like, oh, yeah, that is inside. Like, um, and this was days two and three of shooting. So the first they day, shot the whole thing in order, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> day one and two were great. Were Mafia, Gerard, and Darth Vader, and then they sent those guys home, tore down that set. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this was like early on. I think the first day, I think the first day might have been the sandstorm, first day of shooting, which we'll we'll get to that, right? Um, but then, yeah, days two and three were the whole the door set up, which is interesting. That it's like you know, it is the first thing that. Uh, the first thing they made it into a movie that they shot and it's it's early on in the movie so it's a good kind of intro like as it starts moving on that that doesn't happen you know a lot of the stuff they shot in the first week or two is stuff from like the end of the movie and right leads to some kind of disjointedness this minute also starts uh, another yet another uh mispronunciation or duo pronunciation in that C3PO always says jabba 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 every time and you'd think he'd know better I mean, maybe he's right and every other character is wrong, but right, nobody else says Jabba but him, as far as I can remember. No, I think everybody well, else... To, well, to keep our ear open for it. Yeah. But yeah, I noticed the same thing, that 3PO does say Jabba. Maybe he says it with a... With a Huddy's kind of inflection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, he says it the right way, and everybody else just says it, you know, the yeah. way we would say, like, you know, Jacques. Yeah. But it's really like, you know, Jacques. Yeah, we've never heard Jabba say his name, as far mm-hmm. as I'm aware, so maybe he'd be like... It's Although we like do hear Bob. Bib say, you That's think if anyone would know, Bib would and, know. Uh, how Greedo said it. Well, we have to go back and play back how Greedo said oh, it. Oh, that's true. Or also Ham, too, but I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So well, it's weird when C-3PO talks to the, well, okay, even rewinding a bit. Is that thing a droid or a, or a camera? Mm. Oh, I was, is it a droid that lives in the door or <laughs> is the door a droid? Whoa. Oh, wow. Is the whole door like a, a droid and that's just kind of the interface for it? Wow. Oh, God, that would be the worst thing to be in the world. <laughs> to be like a droid and be self-aware but be a door and like you can't go anywhere. All you can do is investigate people who come to you. That's terrible. <laughs> well, I would hope though that the programmers would have taken that into account and had, him be, had that robot be content and, and delighted <laughs> sure. to be a door as opposed to giving it total sentience and saying now you have to just sit here <laughs> until someone detaches you from the... Uh... Well, they don't seem... To, contentment, contentment doesn't seem to be high on their list when you look at C-3PO. Yeah, that's right. true. <laughs> they could yeah. have given him contentment. Although I guess, to be fair, he's not being used properly. Well, we'll get to most that. Most of the time. I was, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Most of the time he's out of his element. Right. Yeah. Being torn apart by Ugnaughts. And, uh, Whereas this door being a door is probably completely happy. Right. Yeah. You it's think like this would be the, the perfect scenario, C-3PO talking to a sedentary door, because right. they're both doing their kind of, right. like, C-3PO's doing introductions, yep. and the draw. but C-3PO is very tentative, like, he's unsure of how to speak to the door. He's like, yeah. uh, R2-D2, 
Toa. Maybe he's <laughs> messing up on purpose because he doesn't want to get inside, as oh. as is Will. Oh, <laughs> you think like Toa is like a filthy slang, <laughs> slang word <laughs> in uh, in hoodies? <laughs> he just is doing it all. T- yeah, but, I mean, obviously he does the he does the tentative tap, and he does yeah. the oh, it's not going to open. So. <laughs> I love the idea, though, of 3PO, like, not even translating the proper thing, saying, like, R2 says your mother is, <laughs> you know, it's, it's your a- mom to see Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I, I also, I, th- I would like to see the scene where, where, where C-3PO just taps on the door and then they just leave. And then right. he goes back to them and goes, well, we knocked and <laughs> nobody answered. And R2's like, he didn't really knock. Yeah. I'm not telling him. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, yeah, as far as I, like... <laughs> Luke's like, oh, what did he say? Like, oh, yeah, he said um, we knocked. He said something about your mother, and I just <laughs> rambled on. He kept babbling about his mission. <laughs> kept babbling about your mother. So Luke so, has to load him into the X-wing in order to find out what he really happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have. So we are all in agreement that the droid, the door is a droid, and yeah. that is it's cranky because it is. It's miserable being the door droid. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what else it could be. That it, uh, yeah, it's got to be the droid has. I mean, that, that's crazy. A door that has self awareness. <laughs> I didn't think that was a Star Wars type thing, but I guess so. Unless he, unless it's like, I mean, you could go further, and it's like the security of the entire facility is Ooh. is the droid. Whoa, like, <laughs> Jabba's palace is a. Is oh my god! You guys are totally blowing my mind here. <laughs> well, also, is this the main? Is this the entrance that everyone comes through? Or is yes. there like a is there like a regular entrance which with a regular door and like I mean, you yeah. don't have to you know like a kind of <laughs> it's certainly not very welcoming but he's a gangster I guess he's not that welcoming of a guy although right. he's got a million house yeah I would say there's now. a lot of people coming in and out it <laughs> exactly. seems like there should be a more like accessible like there's no ships parked outside or anything like how- this is probably you know what this is probably like the loading docks. It's and they've just walked up like the wrong way. Every, like you said, yeah. everybody flies up in ships and they have right. a landing pad yeah. and they walk so it's up. like the servant's entrance because right. they're droids. So it's like, you know, they can't go in the main entrance where there's some sort of fancy door and a little thing, the neon sign that says Jabba's Palace. Yeah. <laughs> you, think if, you think if they had someone on the inside, that person would contact them and say, listen, don't come in. Don't use that big door. Only dorks <laughs> use that door. Come in through the cool door but with all the guys smoking outside. They go to where the cool door is and there's a stairs and they were like, forget it. Oh, yeah. Or two. Like, ever <laughs> well, since they got rid of his rockets. Too. Both of them yeah, were like, true. Not, not doing it. Neither right. of them. Are. So you think they originally went to the front entrance, there were stairs and like, oh, we have to go all like, they have to use the like the handicapped entrance in right. the back and the start all over again oh poor droids um c3po says to r2 you if i told you all the things about job of the hut you'd probably you probably short circuit i'm assuming he's speaking metaphorically and that droids are not so fragile that the idea of being (laughs) you think c3po would have short circuited a long time ago if fear could make a droid short circuit I would, I would imagine. Although, again, the ability to be metaphoric is an interesting thing to give a droid as well. Yeah, have we? Have we we must have that? seen him. He uses metaphors all the time, though. You mouth, yeah, you, know, you malfunctioning, right? Over a glob of grease. He's not literally a glob of <laughs> That's grease. That's true. And yet, when it comes to numbers, he can't. He can't just do a metaphor. He wants to give the exact uh, yeah. odds. Right. I guess it wouldn't sound really. The odds is, you know, going through an asteroid for it is really, really tough. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's like, doesn't quite say. have the same like no. sense of. Uh, he wouldn't uh, get yelled at though. So yeah, uh, I think he'd still get yelled at no matter what. <laughs> and then, but R 2s response, he sounds kind. Of, he does like some very 
kind of wary sounds in the, in this minute, if I remember. Like, like very much like... I think R2 sounds really <laughs> wimpy during this whole introduction. Like, he's very yeah. like high-pitched and like very childlike in this, mm. in this scene. Maybe he's acting. Oh, that's oh, probably it. Acting! Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> Master thespian R2-D2. <laughs> R2-D2. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have anything else for minute six? Uh, well, I had an, uh, an adjunct note to that. Okay. Um, addendum. When did C-3PO hear things about Jabba that R2 wasn't privy to? Oh. On droid message boards or something? Uh, yes, I don't know. Like, did we, he have lots of other time kind of... Extended version of... Uh, of uh, Empire Strikes Back, where mm. Han is just going, so here's what Jabba would do to me if he caught me. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes on and on. Maybe, He's trying yeah. to impress Princess Leia. You don't know what kind of danger <laughs> I'm in, let me tell you. All that downtime in the, in the space slug. Yep. And they were just like, so, let me tell you about Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I also like to think it was uh, Chewie when Chewie was fixing 3PO, and they're yeah, just kind of yeah. making idle small talk, and Chewie's like, I'm just going to totally scare him. I'm going to see if I can short-circuit him by scaring him <laughs> and telling him crazy things. He has a <laughs> like, droid that tortures other droids. <laughs> That's true. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Save it. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's good. that's good for six. We'll uh, we'll come back tomorrow. We'll talk about minute seven. There's Jordan, more. will you be here tomorrow? You come back tomorrow? I think I can make it. Awesome. Cool. More talk of doors and droids. <laughs> um, the doors podcast. <laughs> the band. The actual doors. The actual doors. Uh, so, yeah. so check us out on Facebook, uh, on the tw- on the Facebooks, on the Twitters. Call eight day Greedo, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Star Wars Minute. Just-